Welcome to the Public Sector Marketing Show, a podcast for government and public sector marketing professionals who want to level up their digital marketing and social media knowledge, skills, and strategic thinking. And now, welcome your host, Joanne Sweeney. Hello and welcome to episode 29 of the Public Sector Marketing Show. Europe is facing a major digital skills gap. And here in Ireland, despite attracting some of the biggest tech companies in the world, we also are suffering from a lack of digital skills. Private sector is way ahead of the public sector, but COVID-19 has provided you with an opportunity to catch up. You've already shown how agile you can be. The results of an enhanced workforce with digital marketing and social media skills will bring real value right across organizations. So in today's show, I discuss why public sector need to level up their digital communication skills, insourcing versus outsourcing your digital marketing and social media. I speak to Amanda Rosenwarn, who is CEO of the CPD Standards Office in the UK about the value of accredited digital and social media marketing skills. So if you're interested in progressing your career in government or public sector, or indeed transitioning from the private sector into public sector, then stay tuned. In today's column, I want to ask you a question. Do you have an ambition to really master digital marketing and social media skills? If the answer is yes, then let me try and help you out. The first thing is do not fear digital communications. As a skilled and as a seasoned public sector pro, you have the instinct that the job needs. I often say to my students at Public Sector Marketing Institute, you have 90% of what you need. I'm just giving you that final 10% to help you bring your skills into the digital age. So number one, don't fear the new learning curve. Second thing that I would say is that make sure that you're choosing a course that has an accreditation because if you have that digital ambition that you want to leverage in your career, having it industry accredited will really help you getting selected for interview and then during interview and hopefully that final step to get hired because recognition of industry is really important. Um, and all the courses that I design and that we deliver online to our students are really designed to be best in class, but also to be at the highest industry standard. And of course, not only am I an academic and a teacher, but I'm a practitioner. So every single day I am practicing all of these tactics and techniques and keeping up to date with what's happening in the sector. The next thing you want to think about is what area do you want to specialize in? Would you like to get a broad digital marketing course or do you want to go into social media? Social media mastery is one of those disciplines where there's huge need right now within public sector. I know every time that I have a podcast, write a blog post, or run a webinar on social media, the uptake is far greater than any other type of content that I cover. Just because that's probably the single area where 
organizations are putting their focus now. And so if social media is an area that you'd really like to master, then I definitely do recommend it because there aren't enough really good social media marketers for public sector out there. So you'll really be positioning yourself to either progress within your existing organization or if you are intending to perhaps look further afield, um, but certainly going for a promotion. So if you have digital ambition, take away the fear, choose an accredited course, and then niche down into a particular area that you think will help you advance quicker. Level up your digital skills by taking our diploma in digital marketing, plus gain an industry qualification. Use the code DIGITALMARKETING20 for a 20% discount. Visit publicsectormarketingpros.com. In a post-pandemic world, I believe that digital marketing skills are going to be the key to public sector success. We're living in a changed world and the landscape of communications has changed forever. There's now an expectation from the public that you will serve them with news, information and access to public services through their smartphone. It's now an option of if we will transition to digital communications, it's about how quickly you can transition and how effective the implementation of your digital comms is. Very often, government and public sector agencies outsource the digital marketing and social media end of their comms. And this is completely understandable when you're in campaign mode. Um, if you need to ramp up in times of crisis, it makes perfect sense. But there should be a mindset now evolving within your agency. And you should be having conversations of now that we're living in a world where hybrid and online communications is the norm, how do we need to restructure our team and also our formulas to deliver more adept and more agile digital communications? The answer is, is to insource it. And the answer is to have a look at the skills that are within your team and also to have a look at the percentage breakdown of how much time has been spent on traditional comms versus digital and having a look at the results that each are delivering. I'm not for one single second suggesting that traditional communications, uh, events, uh, PR, uh, radio advertising as some examples are redundant. In actual fact, what I'm suggesting is that you are maximizing your traditional communications by leveraging the opportunity that exists on the internet for you today. And so completing a digital skills audit is a really good first step after you open up the conversation. And then setting down some goals and KPIs. Where do we want to be at the end of 2022 in terms of our digital output? And when you set down those goals, it's very easy to re-engineer how to then put the roadmap in place. So if you're thinking about how you want to succeed over the next 16 to 18 months online, the first thing that I would do is definitely have a look at the skill set within your team and maybe even going so far as to grow your team and to bring in new expertise from an analytics point of view, a content creation point of view, even perhaps more advanced uh, web development, artificial intelligence, maybe marketing automation. So there's lots of new areas where you can definitely 
increase your capabilities from a, a team perspective. A one-stop shop digital marketing and social media resource. Join our membership academy for 12 months. Access a library of how-to videos, template strategies, and organizational policies. Monthly live coaching. Attend webinars with subject matter experts. Meet and network with public sector pros from across the world. Use the code MEMBERSHIP20 for a 20% discount. Visit publicsectormarketingpros.com. In today's show, I have a conversation with Amanda Rose Warren, who is the CEO of the CPD Standards Office in the UK. She's also co-founder of an organization that she created when she realized that there was a gap in the CPD accreditation market. She also realized that there were quite a number of disciplines that really needed continuing professional development training and accreditation in order to meet market needs. I've always said that I believe digital marketing and social media skills are very practical. And when I was investigating how I would accredit my own courses, I did a lot of research. And then I settled on working with the CPD Standards Office. So they externally verify and authenticate all of our courses from the sales and marketing process to the learning management system to customer service and, of course, the content itself. This is a brilliant conversation with Amanda and she really highlights the role that CPD plays in the digital age. Delighted to be joined by Amanda Rosenwarren who is the director of the CPD Standards Office. You will recognize that badge right and um, because you've seen it at our events, you've seen it um, in, in your training programs in the Learning Hub and you will have it stamped on your certificate that is winging its way to you next week because um, I reached out to the CPD Standards Office over two years ago because I knew accreditation and recognition of learning um, and formal recognition of learning was really important to you guys and um, for career progression um, but also for um, recognition for the time and the work that you've put in. So Amanda you're very welcome thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thank you thank you for having me and um, I just want to say it's an absolute privilege to be here and, and huge congratulations to everybody that's um, completed uh, the qualification it's a real achievement so thank you and, and congratulations. So Amanda talk to us about the CPD standards office okay and, and the weight that's behind the qualifications that everybody has here this morning. Okay um, well the CPD standards office was established just over a decade ago to recognize um, courses and diplomas that were not being taught in universities or colleges um, but were being built within um, employers and organizations like yourselves Joanne um, to really kind of um, verify and assure people of the quality can you mute everyone to really make sure everyone's muted apart from myself and Amanda just start that sentence again please Amanda yeah, of course. So, so um, CPD, continuing professional development, is expected of anybody who's a member of a professional body or institute. And indeed, you know, we do lifelong learning. We do CPD every single day. Um, but when a qualification is recognised for CPD purposes, it means that you have an official piece, if you like, of learning that you've undertaken that shows that your official um, educational 
achievements, whether that's A-level degree, professional qualifications, post-degree, PhD, whatever, um, have been formally recognised. And we also run a very large research project um, uh, with several universities as partnership. And we found that if you have a CPD section on your CV and you illustrate how much um, CPD that you've been doing, um, it makes you uh, about 50% more employable and includes um, your promotional prospects. They tend to get a lot more positive as well. So uh, the weight of a CPD qualification is certainly um, is certainly sort of gaining pace. It's always been um, a real accolade to have. But now I think with the world changing at such a rapid pace, um, it's really important to show that you have a qualification and that it's been externally verified. So I designed these courses because obviously I, I spotted a gap in the market. Mm -hmm. um, and how important is it that public sector professionals like the students we have here today gain industry standard recognized learning that doesn't exist like how important is that in your experience because I know you work with with dozens and dozens of sectors um well in certainly in digital marketing and uh, digital services I, I, it's it's an understatement to say that it's critical I mean, when I graduated uh, from university back in 2002, Google was in beta, the iPad hadn't been invented, and really, you know, this whole thing called the internet was just taking off. We didn't have Wi-Fi or anything like that. So I, I sound like a dinosaur, as I say that. Um, but now, you know, Wi-Fi and being online is, is essential. Uh, you know, we worry about, and there's huge sort of societal concern for anybody that isn't able to get online daily, whether that's because they're, you know, from a disadvantaged background or you know, elderly or in a certain international geographic re region. So, you know, it's critical, absolutely critical, that uh, digital qualifications and digital education is starting to sort of build up. And, you know, what you've offered, Joanne, and, and the course that you've put together has filled a huge gap in the market you know, technology is really driving the, the global agenda at the moment. And we've got all of these new technologies as well that are gathering pace. So it's not just kind of social media becoming more and more popular, although we do see sort of TikTok and Instagram sort of particularly gaining pace over the last couple of years. But we've got blockchain, artificial intelligence, we've got virtual reality, you know, all of these technologies are big disruptors that are, that are really going to have a huge impact over the next five years. And being able to manage those digitally and also offer really sound digital services and, and sound information as well, like we've been discussing today, you know, that's sensible, that's informative. Um, you know, COVID is a, is a big, scary topic uh, for, for all of us, is, is really, really important. Now, in our previous conversation and um, in the lead up to this virtual graduation, um, I realised that you also accredit um, the Google Square programme. Now, I am a, a verified Google trainer and I deliver their connected consumer lab across Europe. But I didn't actually realise that the CPD Standards Office also accredit their programmes. Tell us about that. 
Yes, so um, we started working with Google uh, about six years ago now, I would say, before Google squared uh, the, quali- the online qualification that, that now exists had um, been established. So it started off as a six-week um, internship course that was absolutely free of charge to go on. And it was, mu- it was offered to digital marketing agencies as a vehicle for teaching people how to get your head around and use Google and Google Ads and all of that sort of thing. And as you can imagine, you know, a free six-week course at Google headquarters was just so popular. You know, they had applications coming out of their ears. Um, so we helped them build it from being a face-to-face interactive course um, with sort of mentors and you know all of the added bits and pieces that you see in a classroom environment to um, taking it online and establishing their online campus. And basically, we our accreditation because we have different accreditations you see for face-to-face training as opposed to online training. And um, it's just been amazing to watch it grow and become, you know, this this almost industry standard uh, qualification. But then again, Google, as we know, is a real powerhouse in the world today. So it's also not terribly surprising that, you know, they've they've launched such a great qualification um, because they've had the resources to, to do it and to market it. Suffice to say, then, guys, we're all in good company, right, with Google and and our qualifications, absolutely. Yeah. Um, one final question, Amanda. Mm. Um, let, let the guys know that, you know, when you're accrediting and verifying any sort of training, and, and let's focus on ERS because that's what we're talking about today, mm. um, what is that verification um, procedure t- to make sure that the, the quality and the standard of the courses that I'm providing is up to a level that should be expected out like professionals that we have here this morning? Okay, so our um, assessment and accreditation process, as I mentioned earlier, was developed from a large university research project, which is the largest study ever into CPD. And amongst other things, it found that the quality of training courses uh, that were being advertised to CPD were highly, to put it politely, highly variable in um, in quality. Uh, and this was we started this back in 2010, and we still run the research to, the, to this day. So we, in in uh, partnership and working with professional bodies and regulators, we established these independent accreditation standards to recognise training um, and educational providers like yourselves um, to, you know, ensure that it met the overall standard for for CPD. Um, So there's three key things that we look for, which is basically the overall educational authority and expertise of the person that has built out the educational portfolio or the trainer or the coach, etc., We look at the entire delegate learning journey. So we look at from the moment a course is advertised through to how somebody buys it and onboards it, uh, the information that they they learn and all the resources that go behind that, and then what the kind of long-term sort of evaluation or exam or, you know, whatever it is that follows up on that. Um, And then the final one is just looking at how the actual organisation makes sure that that content stays relevant and up to date. 
So it's quite a rigorous um, assessment process, as you will have experienced, Joanne, when you you went through it. Um, but uh, you know, we're very proud that we have you know so many providers that that have come to us and um, have passed you know this very strict criteria. Um, that really basically make sure that when somebody is advertising a course or a qualifications, that CBD standards is accredited, it guarantees an absolutely fantastic, positive learning experience. And of course, it's it's relevant for a, a CPD record or for inclusion on your CV. Thank you, Amanda. And, and for me, it's really important to have external verification and um, so that I can you know, do business with government agencies because trust and transparency, value for money is really important. And, and all of how governments spend their money is subject to freedom, freedom of information and to public scrutiny. Yeah. Um, and so for me, it's really important that I have that external validation and verification that I can be audited and that my standards are up to scratch. So I, while it's rigorous, there's a high level of comfort for, for me and my yeah. business to have the CPD badge. And I just want to thank you and your team. You guys are really yeah. responsive. You're really helpful. While it's rigorous, you give, me, yeah. you give me feedback when I need it. And you also make suggestions for improvement. And also the membership is renewed. You know, you don't get the badge and then you keep it forever, right? You, you have no. to go through the process. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I think just picking up on that point, Joanne, you know, there's so many courses now on the web. There's been an absolute boom in online learning during COVID. Um, it's so easy to write a course and put it online. You know, we could all get together now and just create a course and put it on a website in, you know, the next two hours. So having the external verification just shows that you know your course really is you know of a good standard and it's it's relevant and you know you're not going to be ripped off it's not any sort of scam or anything like that so you know the online learning boom is is definitely happening at the moment and especially as everybody's all in lockdown and self-isolating it's um it's become the new facebook this year online learning wow. is, is definitely popular become the new Facebook I love it I'm going, to, I'm going to be quoting you on that one Amanda Amanda thank you so much for joining pleasure. me pleasure um, and to have this one-to-one -one conversation but to have our, our graduates listening and um, delighted yeah. to have you as, as our partner so thanks so much level up your social media skills by taking our diploma in social media plus gain an industry qualification Use the code SOCIALMEDIA20 for a 20% discount. Visit publicsectormarketingpros.com. And staying on the topic of social media mastery, it's one week until the Public Sector Digital Marketing Summit. And on day two, we are going to give you six social media masterclasses covering all of the social networks and really helping you plan for 2022. If you haven't booked your ticket already, go ahead and jump over to publicsectormarketingpros.com forward slash 2021 summit. The sales are coming in right, left and center now as people battle to get their ticket and secure their seats. So you don't want to miss out. Go ahead, have a look at the brilliant agenda and find out what topics you can master on day two. If you haven't already, make sure that you download our brand new ebook. It really fits into the theme of today's episode on how to progress 
your career in public sector by leveraging digital marketing. So out with the old and in with the new. It's our free guide for public sector marketing pros. You can go ahead and jump on to publicsectormarketingpros.com forward slash digital marketing to get your free copy. Thank you all so much for tuning in to this episode of the Public Sector Marketing Show. The weeks are flying by. As always, I really love feedback on the show. So if you have any feedback or if there's a topic that you'd like me to cover, be sure to get in touch via our website or our social channels. And if you haven't already, please share the show with a public sector pro you know. Tag them on LinkedIn or send them a DM on Twitter, but we really appreciate others sharing the news and the word about our podcast and our weekly Facebook and YouTube show. So that's it from me for now. I will see you on the next episode. Thank you for tuning into this episode of the Public Sector Marketing Show. This episode has ended, but your digital journey can continue. Head over to publicsectormarketingpros.com to access resources and links mentioned in today's show and to connect with Joanne and her team. Until the next time, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite podcast platform.